0: Hey everyone, this is Josh. I just wanted to take a moment and acknowledge the fact that today's episode of Make My Day was recorded a few weeks ago, specifically before a black man named George Floyd was murdered by police in Minneapolis, touching off a series of protests across the country. It's not my place as a white person to center my thoughts and feelings right now, but it would be irresponsible to remain silent as nationwide protests are met with brutal force by law enforcement. As a small gesture of solidarity with the protests, in addition to the grand prize donation won by today's contestant, the Make My Day producers have donated $500 to nationwide bail funds to help free protesters who have been arrested. As a quick aside, bail funds are always a good place to give money if you can afford it. I urge listeners to donate as well if they have a few bucks to spare to this or to other causes related to the Black Lives Matter movement. I'll put some links in the show notes. With that said, Today's Make My Day episode with guest John Gabris made me laugh harder than basically anything all year, and I hope it gives you a few minutes of relief and entertainment, if that's what you're looking for. If you're not in the mood to hear two white dudes goof off for half an hour this week, I get that too. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is bad. So every week I try to make it slightly less painful for 25 or so minutes. I invite a guest to play a game with me. And because they're the only contestant on this game show, they win every week. It's very easy and low stress. (laughs) Every week, the grand prize winner receives a $100 donation to the charity or charitable cause or aid cause of their choice. And they give a pep talk to the person or group that they think needs it this week. Because it's not all about me on this show. It's just mostly about me. You may know today's contestant from his numerous television appearances, including a recent episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where he was very funny, or you probably know him from his own podcast, High and Mighty and Action Boys. Please welcome to the show, John Gabris.
1: Oh, Josh Gondelman, thanks for having me, bud. This is so exciting. You said a lot of things that got me so excited. You said, we automatically win yep. and 25 minutes.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, so, it's yes. so easy. I just want this to be so fun and painless
1: for people. Also, the least surprising thing is that Josh Gondelman has the most guest-friendly podcast there is. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Look, I don't want to be a, a bother, but if you can come talk to me for a half hour, I'll give $100 to a charity. <laughs> How have you been holding up? I'm good. I'm, I'm uniquely built for this, I think. How so? I think a lot of comedy people are used to not working for three months. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, I'm, I'm always prepared to be like, well, nothing happened in my life for 90 days. And the best part is... <laughs> you have a justification as to why you're not working. You can't spiral about your own talents or whether or not people (laughs) like you because it's like, oh, it's a pandemic. Right. You're just like, oh, I guess I'm (laughs) done now. Rather than, you know, annually when I come to like, maybe I should become a lifeguard. Maybe I should go to back to business school or some (laughs) shit. I'm glad that it hasn't been like especially stressful. What are your like usual back? It's lifeguard
0: is like your first like, I guess I'll do this now.
1: I mean, there's a chance that I'm going to do that regardless of where my career goes because that was the best job I've ever had in my entire life. And I also just think it's like a funny... What was the best about it? You work at the place where people die to go on their day off. So everybody likes the beach there, but it's funny when people don't. So for me, it's like, oh, I got paid when I was like 16 through 23 to go to the place where all my friends were like, I can't wait till Saturday when I'm off and I could go to the beach. I'm like, oh, I've been there Monday through Friday, making yeah, yeah, yeah. more money than all my friends who are servers and baristas. Sure. All right. Uh, got it. <laughs> Just chill. <laughs> Amazing. Well,
0: let's get right into our game. Oh, hell yeah. Today's game is called Call You By My Name. I'm not sure if it makes sense, but I like the sound <laughs> of it. Gabris. Gabriel, You're a person who is often called by just your last name, as am I, people call me Gondelman all the time. So I'm gonna give you a chance to call other things by your name. As always, I will assign points based on how much your answers delight me personally, Gabriel, are you ready to play? Call you by my name.
1: Well, it's by the way, it's the curse of the Josh, John, like of the '80s and '90s, where everyone's named Josh, John. That's true. Uh, Dave, Mike, Tom, Matt, like yeah, Matt. So every every one of those like northeastern white kid names of the '80s and '90s just becomes everyone goes by their last name. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's, they, our parents
0: should have just flipped it and just what? given us our last names first. <laughs> First question. If you could have a menu item at a restaurant named after you, what would it be? You know, it's like usually sandwiches with this kind of thing, but this does not have to be a sandwich. It'd be a calzone or a salad or whatever you want.
1: (laughs) It can be a calzone or a salad. Okay. I know it's not a salad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We'll go by process of elimination. (laughs) It's definitely not a salad. Uh, I mean... My dream is to have a sandwich named after me, like most fucking New York boys that grew up eating sandwiches. But I did ha- briefly have the Gabrus at a place called Superhero by my high school, which was a dozen egg whites and turkey on a hero. Back wow. when I was like a little budding meathead in yeah. high school, I was eating a dozen egg whites for lunch every day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, my, I needed more supervision. Um, but uh, <laughs>
0: And the sandwich place was just encouraging you. Yeah.
1: They were like, I don't know, five dollars? So like, like they couldn't figure out how much to charge me. I
0: think the first time you ordered it, a guy was like leans it, like looks over to the back, and it's just like, can we make
1: that? Yeah, are we allowed to give a kid a dozen egg whites? Does he have to sign a waiver? <laughs> yeah, do we need? Does he need a permission slip? I would say uh, it would be a very Italian sandwich, but like Italian American, so it's trashy. So I'm gonna go with a foot long sandwich mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. has chicken parm, halved meatballs, and then like pepperoni and me- melted cheese of some sort. So it's like. All three of the classic, like, sweet 16 catering foods from an Italian family on a hero.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: The Gabrus. Yeah.
0: That's so delicious. (laughs) I think you're setting yourself up to be like, like, once a year, me and the guys go get a Gabrus. We split it now because of the heartburn.
1: God, I wish I could still take a full Gabrus to the dome. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's a perfect answer. I think that is, that's basically three excellent sandwiches in one. That is 18 points right off the bat, hitting the ground running. Oh, hell yeah. Next question. This is very similar to the first one. If you could have a cocktail or other beverage named after you, what would it be?
1: Oh, good call. At my wedding, I actually got to do that. We had three drinks, three custom drinks. The Tiffany, which is my wife's name. The Arthur, which is our dog's Mm. name. And then the Gabrus. The Gabrus was a shot of uh, tequila and a Bud Heavy. So, <laughs> um, I gotta I gotta aim a little higher for this one.
0: <laughs> That's not uh, bad. Bud <laughs> heavy is like the true towny way to say it too, <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, growing up they were bud heavies or bud diesels when diesel bud was di- a fu- adjective for a while in the. That's so funny. <laughs> and weirdly enough, diesel as an adjective popularized around the same time as diesel jeans. I feel like, and yep. I thought maybe it was like a weird. Oh, and then I was like, I want Diesel jeans because Diesel is a cool thing to be, yep. and like I didn't. Under- it worked on me. It all worked. I fell for. <laughs> you still it have?
0: Off. You've got a closet full
1: of Diesel <laughs> jeans. These are coming back. <laughs> Bootcut Diesel jeans. I'm wearing fucking chunky heels to the fucking club. Puka shell necklace. <laughs> just shiny dragons up and down your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yep. my my cocktail would be a watermelon margarita. As just like Great. my. F- Favorite summer drink, and my vi- I'm trying to keep summer vibes year round these days. So, the Gabrus is a watermelon marg. What else are you doing to keep summer going all year round? I uh, try to keep my shirt off. Uh, <laughs> in my I live in an apartment. <laughs> I live in an apartment complex. I'm not allowed to go anywhere, so I spend a lot of time in my driveway smoking palm leaf blunts, which look make me feel like I'm on vacation with mm-hmm. my shirt off. That's great.
0: (laughs) Amazing. This is a great answer. That is a 14 point answer. Hell I love it. Watermelon Marg, delicious, classic, not overthinking it. Never. Beautiful.
1: Never overthinking it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Great. Next question. If you could decide that a social maneuver or piece of slang came to be known as like pulling a gabris, what would you want that to be?
1: Uh okay. <laughs> All right. Pulling a gabrus is a combination of an Irish goodbye and something else. So, I think <laughs> a pull, I think a pulling a gabrus is rolling up to a party, getting caught or or uh, someone seeing you make a huge plate of food <laughs> and then not seeing you again for the rest of the evening. <laughs> Like, all they saw was you made a plate, and whether I left or I just, like, buried myself in the corner and mm-hmm. fucking powered down a bunch of crudités, uh or, like, charcuterie or whatever, <laughs> that's pulling a Gabrus. It's like, I Gondelman pulled a Gabrus last night. I saw him come in, grab a bunch of pieces of sandwich on a paper plate, and then didn't see him again until work on Friday, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> I, he took all the shrimp.
0: He took the whole shrimp thing. <laughs> I, I heard he brought it to another party. It's like a super Gabrus.
1: He had a headband and an apron on, so I think he was pretending to be a short order cook and no one called him on it.
0: We all know him. He just came in pretending like he brought
1: the food and he left with it. Excuse me. Sorry. Look out. Just carrying out a tray on my shoulder. Excuse me. Pardon me. Wait, wasn't he a guest at this part? And just get in my car and eat a tray of shrimp scampi as I drive back to West Hollywood.
0: We're recalling the shrimp scampi. There's was a, it's a whole thing. You didn't hear about it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Taking the catering tray. This is yeah. mine. Yeah, let me freshen you up what right here. Wait, that's full <laughs> shut up. I'll freshen just walking out with it. Topping people's plates off on the way out. <laughs> Hey. Uh, like throwing uh, a <laughs> scoop of shrimp Into like a cocked drink That someone's holding Like clearly just trying to rush out of there Here you go A little shrimp for you shrimp for you Hey sweetheart How about a shrimp for you throw it to a kid Who's like sitting in West, the corner Let's go on shrimp I'm out of here Shrimp boat's leaving boys Let's go <laughs> everybody's like
0: first of all we know who you are second of all that's never how shrimp has been served
1: shrimp boat about to leave port let's go grab them while they're not hot wait what <laughs> i just get into like a fucking rowboat in the la river and leave with like a bunch of shrimp. incredible answer uh 19 points oh. beautiful That makes the reverse Gabrus rolling up to a party with like a six foot sub, dropping it and disappearing, which is a very exciting move too. That is a cool move. (laughs) Big tray of brownies, put it down and go, peace out, (laughs) i never seen again.
0: (laughs) Leave so fast people think you poisoned them. (laughs) Yeah, like don't eat those. (laughs) Okay, next question. If you were signing yearbooks this year, what would be your go-to signature above your name?
1: Ooh, good question. I guess maybe I would say it gets better dot 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 I think (laughs) question mark. That's pretty good. (laughs) It gets better dot 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 at least it's supposed to, (laughs) question mark. It gets better? (laughs) (laughs) Question (laughs) mark. It gets better, parentheses, Not for me necessarily, but maybe for you. I did a, a pretty good in high school and not great as an adult, and it's like way too long. <laughs> what is that? It's over there, picture. Yeah, like, hey, man, this is not your diary. Sometimes I don't know. I miss my dad. Yeah. Like, I signed someone else's yearbook. Dear Gabris, we support you in your choices in life. Love the Gabrises, your mom and dad. And other people are like, what is this? And like, you know, dress for the job you want. (laughs) Write the message for the one you want.
0: Simple, elegant, beautiful, 13-point answer. Hell yeah. The next question is, if you had enough money to, like, donate to have a building named after you, what kind of building would you pick and where?
1: You're going to, like, start to be able to guess the answer soon. I'm pretty much, uh, (laughs) but uh, I'm going to say I'd like a lifeguard shack on Jones Beach or a lifeguard tower, like the John Gabris Memorial Lifeguard Tower or lifeguard shack. (laughs) And (laughs) I want people to go, how did he die? And they're like, I think he's still alive. (laughs) He's dead to me after what he fucking took my fucking shrimp from my wedding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love, he's dead to me, but he was a hell of a lifeguard. So we named the tower after him. (laughs) You can't deny how good a
1: lifeguard that kid was. The kid had it, right? He <laughs> <laughs> was like a 19 year old, slightly above average swimmer. He was exactly what we need on this beach. <laughs>
0: Hungover every day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for real, I spent so many mornings at the beach taking pure oxygen that's supposed to be for like people. (laughs) But like when you're hungover, you just fucking take like 20 minutes of pure O2 and then you feel like a million dollars. That's like some trash shit. Is like, (laughs) like, I learned this from an EMT when you're hungover as fuck, eat a bacon, (laughs) egg, and cheese, drink a Gatorade, and then take 100% oxygen to the door. Right, right, right. But lifeguard (laughs) shack. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Calling it memorial is so funny when you're still alive. Like, is he dead? Well, we just want to make sure you remember him. I mean, he's
1: he's definitely gonna die. You know, yeah. we're the odds are in our favor naming it this. Yeah, no one's ever not died. Yeah, so right. we're what uh, twenty years early? Forty? Yeah, twenty. <laughs> It's oddly predictive. It's like <laughs> it kills me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second they built the shack, he died hours later. They put the dates of your life <laughs> when they built it. Yeah. Well, he dies on 420, <laughs> 2024. His last words are hey, watch this. How do how do they know all this? Excellent
0: work. That is a 13-point answer. Yeah. I love it. I'm crushing. You're crushing. Again. Uh Tremendous work on this (laughs) unprecedented scoring to this point in the game.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Uh, Next question. Cheers famously was the bar where everybody knows your name. What would your Cheers be like? What kind of place would you want to step into and everybody knows you?
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. This is actually a game I used to play all the time back when I was like a little alcoholic is me and friends would just riff on like drink specials and what you would want in your hypothetical bar. I had this idea for bring your own cup and like if people brought a bucket you can like, it was like $5 to fill whatever you brought. Mm-hmm. And it was like yeah, we're going to get ripped off with draft beer, but the visual of people with like Home Depot buckets full of Bud Light would be so fucking sick. Yeah, that would be really funny. <laughs> if somebody brings in an IV. Yeah, it's like oh, you can hook it right up to the tap and stand next to the bar. Okay. <laughs> you do one of beer,
0: one of saline solution in the other arm, and they offset.
1: <laughs> and EMT
0: yeah. told me that.
1: And then you just put a couple of uh, nicotine patches on your arm and lie down, and you have a full night out. <laughs> a, a chemical night out
0: by just not leaving your house. <laughs> you have a nurse come to my house, hook me up to two IVs, <laughs> put the patches on me, and then and then just choke me a little bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They'll spill some like vodka on my pants so I get the scent of like how <laughs> yeah, gross. Yeah. Or, like, I got to smell like a bar the next day. This
0: is my kind of sensory deprivation tank.
1: <laughs> I created a Tony bar situation in my biology via- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my bar would be, surprising no one, beachside. You park your whatever else, your car, your bike, whatever outside, you walk in, the other side of the bar opens to the sand and they have like X amount of feet that you're allowed to like drink on. The best thing that pairs with drinking to me is shirtless outside time. Drinking outdoors with your shirt off makes you feel, it's so rare that you get to do it that it feels like vacation. You, it's something you do so frequently on vacation that when you make it happen, not on vacation, you either feel like trash or like you're on vacation. Yeah, Which this is, is true.
0: The vibe I'm going for permanently. This is great. A great answer. That is a twelve point answer. Heck yeah. Great. Okay. So similarly, we're gonna expand from this bar a little bit, or we could take it somewhere else. So you know how in some cities you'll be walking down the street, and for one block on a street that's like it's regularly like 11th Ave, and for one block it's like Timothy P. Smort Avenue. <laughs> and You're like, who's that guy? <laughs> if there was a John Gabriel Square or Street or Plaza, what would be what would be in there?
1: John Gabriel Square. Hmm. Uh, What I would like, if I'm imagining, um, I'm just going to move it away from the beach just for uh, uh, sake of differentiation. I'm imagining like one of those four intersections in a town, but there's no cars. There's no traffic lights. It's sort of like an open square. And it sort of has like a bunch of different places that have alfresco areas so that you come into that square and it's like sort of flea market of sorts. You got yourself a bar. Let's pretend it's in one of the X amount of states where weed is legal. We got a dispensary or a lounge where you're allowed to smoke. We got a bar. We got like several different food truck level restaurants, one fine dining place. And then like something... Let's just throw something weird over there too. Uh, it's got a, a CrossFit gym, <laughs> <laughs> so you you go over there at like eleven on a Sunday, get your workout in, stay in your athleisure wear, and get fucking blasted until it's time to go to bed. And maybe just one thing that everyone always has to be like, w- why is there an H and R block here? Like, you know, just some, like <laughs> one off-brand thing that people are like. I just like I have no idea what this. Yeah, is Why for. is that?
0: Just a things remembered where you can get like <laughs> plaques
1: engraved. <laughs> A children's prison? What even is that?
0: <laughs> Not even like government
1: sanction. It's yeah.
0: just like parents can pay to imprison their uh, children. Oh, wait. oh,
1: it's called children's prison daycare? That's fucking tone deaf. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants this.
0: That sounds like a terrific square. That is a nine-point answer. Wonderfully done. Beautifully executed. Let's flip this for one second. We'll move away from your actual name. <laughs> I don't need to explain that. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's flip this. Do you understand the direction it's going in? Because now we flipped it. We, we're flipping it. We're going in one direction, sort of. <laughs> you know how you leave a party on a robot with a bunch
0: of shrimp? We're going in the opposite direction. We're coming into a party on a blimp with some ham.
1: The humanity, the humanity. <laughs> Oh, the humanity! As a blimp full of ham—that's <laughs> <laughs> you turning to me, going, "The humanity!" Like you're la- like you have like a—that's a funny as we just smash and die. Like your last words are like the humanity. That's actually pretty fun. I-,
0: I wish somebody had heard my
1: last words. They're really funny. <laughs> Gamers, please survive and tell someone what I said when this happened. <laughs> Rename the blimp the <laughs> Hamdenberg. <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> the next question, it doesn't matter why this is the next question. It is. Uh, let's say you're one of those bands that's like mostly just one guy, like Bright Eyes or Dashboard Confessional. What would your one guy band be called?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I think I would want to call it, again, along the same lines, I would want to call it Beef Beach. Uh, <laughs> but I think my music would be more like one man tangerine dream, like trippy bullshit. So that name That's might great. not fit as much, but I'm going to go with beef beach, beef beach. terrific. Oh, oh, I also had the idea one time to DJ under the name Chunk Norris. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, Chunk is in town. You don't want to miss this, bro. Yeah, You don't want to miss <laughs> this. This is great. We're going down to the white horse. Dude. He does like a three week residency. <laughs> yeah,
0: Perfect. That is six points for each potential answer. That is 12 points total. We're really humming along. Hell yeah. Okay, next question. So, on the XFL jerseys, the XFL, a thing that briefly existed again before it was wiped <laughs> from the earth a second time, as if God, him or herself, didn't want it to exist. <laughs> You could pick your own name as an XFL player on the back of your jersey. Famously, there was that guy, he hate me, which is yes. very funny. <laughs> what would be on the back of your XFL jersey?
1: How about, ooh, I'm going to go with player one. Great. Oh, that's so fun.
0: <laughs> like a little video just game for the annu-
1: Yeah, just for the announcements. Just yeah. to be like, player one entering the field. Player like, one is perfect. <laughs> Ten point answer. Finally, our last question. If there were some
0: kind of award named after you... What would it be for? And for bonus points, who would be the first to win it? Uh, now, this usually happens when you're dead. You don't have to be dead for this to happen, much like the John Gabris <laughs> Memorial lifeguard tower in Shaq.
1: <laughs> All right. So you know how, like, a lot of small town eateries have, like, a way to get your picture on the wall, whether it's, like, the hottest food or the blah, 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 whatever? Mm-hmm. I think... At the end of each year, whoever's earned the most of those wins the Gabrus, which is the award for their photo on the walls of most restaurants. But then I I think the Gabrus Awards, they'll be live streamed, obviously. They're not going to be broadcast. But it'll be like most spicy challenges completed. And it's like, here comes Josh the Fieria Gondelman. And you come up and like everyone has nicknames and shit. And it's like, uh, it's a big celebration of that. And then... uh, Montages of people who've died that year. (laughs) It's like way longer. It's way longer than the Oscars. (laughs) It's actually the longest part
0: of the ceremony.
1: You'd be surprised how many people died chasing glutton challenges. (laughs) Or not. You wouldn't be surprised at all. You leave your own award show in the middle, play the shrimp. (laughs) They call everyone back in just to play, add me to the m- montage because I my rowboat was hit on the street trying to. leave. <laughs> like, Wait, come back in. We have one more image. It's like John Gabriel. <laughs> it's like on a poster board, and the date. The and the date is the same date as the lifeguard. It dissolves to the lifeguard shack, and the lifeguards were like, "We were right." Wow, <laughs> they all owe each other money. They all bet on the same day in the pool. <laughs> Well, I guess we split the forty grand. <laughs> <laughs> they're e- yeah, they're each in for eight grand. They're so
0: confident.
1: Wow, we picked the day, the year of this dude's death.
0: Uh, actually, I should get a little more because I called rowboat
1: accidents. <laughs> yeah. And we just see that it's four variations on boat accidents. <laughs> <laughs> rowboat was the closest. Yeah. I thought for sure it was going to be a jet ski. <laughs>
0: That is such a great award, though. Now, uh, logistical question, does it roll over year after year? Like, if, if I Ooh. won the most next year and no one dethrones me, or is it year by year?
1: Oh, maybe you win year by year, but every year there's still, like, the running talent. Like, there's the Cecil B. DeMille for whoever right, right, has right. just, like, the most running. Right. That'll be called the Jonathan J. Gabris,
0: <laughs> <laughs> The Jonathan J. Gabris shortening your lifetime achievement award. <laughs>
1: Lifetime-ish award.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. A hell of a performance. That's 26 points right there. Closing it out in style with flair and panache. That gives you a total score of 142 points. The highest ever score in Make My Day history. Incredible performance. As the grand prize winner of today's game, you have won a $100 donation to the cause
1: of your choice. Where will the money be going? I love this charity. They're called The Last Prisoner Project. And their job is they bring justice to uh, people in prison for nonviolent cannabis violations that are no longer illegal in a lot of states, but people are still. So something that is deemed an essential business in the pandemic, there are currently people in jail for that. And I'm a dude who fucking literally makes money talking about how much I smoke pot and shit, and it's because I'm a white man in 2020 so like let's get these people out of jail people are making billions off of pot let's get some people out of fucking jail over it sorry that's wonderful a lot. yeah
0: that's a great cause
1: <laughs> and and, and
0: necessary. it's a real criminal justice issue our final segment today is the pep talk we will each give a pep talk to a person or group that we think needs it at this moment i will go first my pep talk is for insomniacs Being asleep is the best. And going to bed is the worst. (laughs) We all know this. And insomnia creates an interminable, liminal state of going to bed without the relief of falling asleep. And given how the days and weeks lately feel infinitely dilated, it is a purgatory inside a purgatory, a perducken, if you will. But in reality, nothing lasts forever, even cold November rain. That's an expression I invented as long as you don't look it up. Things inside our brains and outside our homes will start to stabilize. We'll experience the regular passing of time again. We'll get mad at traffic and train delays and long lines and ticket master fees and all the regular things we haven't had a chance to hate in a while. And eventually sleep will be easier too. Maybe not easy. Maybe never fully passed out while your partner jumps on the other side of a temperpedic mattress good like it is in commercials. But you literally can't be awake forever, so you won't. Nothing lasts forever, even cold November rain. I said that twice because I'm so proud of having written it. (laughs) Gabriel, the floor is yours for a pep talk.
1: Okay, surprising no one, my pep talk is for Beach Bums Currently in America. I understand how much you want to go to the beach. Trust me, no one wants to go to the beach more than yours truly. I have tan lines. I'm tan because I'm standing in my driveway to go tanning. I would kill to go to a beach but i won't die to go to a beach and i don't want you guys to die either yes granted global warming means we might have a limited time with our beaches but it's not limited to just this summer there's next summer i understand for us socal heads we get an extra few months but for you east coast beach people you northern beach people don't fret there will be summer 2021 it's not worth doing permanent damage to your lungs potentially or getting a weird ass mask tan line like it's not worth it just wait there's gonna be tons more information shortly and then you'll be able to surf safely and freely please i do not want to see all my fellow beach bums gone this summer come on beach bums we can do this
0: That's beautiful. That's like if Dr. Fauci were chill as hell. Yeah. (laughs) That's been the show, everyone. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. This has been Make My Day. Thank you to this week's
1: champion, John Gabris. Gabris, where can people find you and your work? I'm at Gabrus on all social media. You can check out my podcasts, High and Mighty or Action Boys, which is behind a paywall. But we have some free episodes. So if you go to Boys with a Z.biz, you can check out some of the free episodes and see if it's for you. And then I also have a podcast on Stitcher Premium, which is more of a scripted podcast of my character, Gino Lombardo from Comedy Bang Bang. Check that out. Promo code Gino if you want. Get a free month. And then cancel it. Get the fuck out of there. I don't want them to get money. I want money, but I don't care about them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you,
0: Gabrus. Um, th- everybody check out Gabris' stuff. I'll link to it in the show notes, as well as The Last Prisoner Project, which is worthy of your donations, as well as Gabris' grand prize. Uh, as always, if you have your own answers to today's game, which is called Call You By My Name, tweet them at me, at Josh Gondelman. You don't have to bring Gabris into this. He's a busy guy. He's got driveways to stand in, podcasts to record. <laughs> Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days.